this month is her eight-year coachiversary. So I'm excited for her about that. Uh, she's a four-time elite coach. She is a two-time premier coach. She's an eight-star diamond coach. And guess how many months she has spent in Success Club? If you do the math, if you know how many months are in a year, I'll save you the brain power this morning. 90 months in Success Club. She's part of Team Live It to Give It. You guys give it up for Nicole Headland. Let me bring her on. <laughs> I'll do that for you, Nicole. Good morning. Good morning. And you are traveling right now. You're in a hotel room and just goes to show you do this business anywhere, right? You do this business anywhere. And this is like the story of my life. So how fitting that I am in Niagara Falls right now in a hotel room heading to Cooperstown Field of Dreams for a baseball tournament. Yes, this is just how we're we're rolling. Very, very fun. I'm so excited that you, um, you, you're doing this and you sent the family out. Um, so let's just start. It's your coachiversary month this month. Can you believe it? I mean, did eight years fly or why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started and where you're at now? Yes, it totally has flown by and I feel like most days I'm just getting started. So yeah, let me bring you guys back. Um, I'm so honored to be here. You know, eight years ago, um, wow, I was a mom of two little boys, right? They were two and five. And I was a full-time math intervention specialist teacher. And my husband was a full-time economics teacher. And we just had these busy schedules with two little boys, you know, going through the motions of life. And I really, truly wanted to live a healthy lifestyle. But I knew the only way to really get into doing that was working out, right? And of course, eating well. And I did not want to check my children into a gym facility daycare after already being at daycare all day, right? So there was this buzz about P90X3, and Jeff and I, my husband, we had done P90X before our babies, and we got in really good shape, and I thought, okay, I hear this buzz about P90X3, this kind of feels right, okay? So I was like, let's do this. So we went all in, we did P90X3, got really great results. And everyone at school was like, what are you doing? Like, how are you staying in shape with losing this baby weight? And so I kept sharing like, oh, I'm doing beach body. I'm doing P90X3. And I would refer them to my coach. And my coach, <laughs> she's like, why do you keep referring these people to me? Like, you are basically coaching. You can do this too. And I thought about it. I had every excuse I could possibly think of. And I also had in my heart, like, I knew I had to go for this. I knew I had to try it because it was something that I was loving. So why wouldn't I share it with other people and help other people, right? So it was totally out of my comfort zone, but I decided to go for it. So for five years, I was full-time teaching and part-time coaching. The coaching community really kept me engaged and kept me hungry for wanting more in life, right? And so I kept 
engaging with my accountability groups. I kept trying to make them fun and wanting people to want to check into them. So as I started to grow, my team started to grow. We did go Premier. We did go Elite twice as I was teaching full time. And after three years of doing this, I had the opportunity to reduce my teaching contract from full-time to part-time. I knew I had to go for this. So I reduced my contract to part-time. We continued to grow. It was a total leap of faith. And after those two years of part-time in May of 2019, I reduced my contract to zero. I resigned from teaching. But little did I know that I would be teaching my own children seven months later in March of 2020. So when the world shut down and the kids were at home and I was back to teaching them and running my business, I knew that the groups that we had going, I had to kind of up the ante. I had to bring more fun and engagement to them because it could be the only time and community that they had that was positive for them to look forward to. So that is where I really kind of honed in and got my systems in play for our accountability group. You know, I keep thinking about whenever people start the wake up call and they say, well, eight years ago, I was a mom of two little kids. And then you're still a mom, you know, you are still doing this business and you are still using tactics that you were doing years ago. So it's like things stay the same, even though our life around us has changed. You were, you had the skills, you, you were a teacher. So you knew how to teach your kids. You knew how to bring people together in a group and teach them skills. So I, I just want to point out that when, when we talk about history, it's not that it makes us look old. It makes us look experienced, wise. <laughs> and also, it just goes to show no one is great from the beginning, from running a classroom, running an accountability group. No one is perfect or great, and they have people that lose interest, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And, and you, your, your, your superpower should have been adaptability because you have had to adapt to life changes. I mean, here you want, here you were reducing your teaching hours and then, oops, it's a pandemic and you've got to teach your kids from home and right. you adapted. But, but let's talk about the, about your groups, about coaching, because you've been coaching eight years. Accountability groups is where it's at. And this topic meant something personal to you. I'll, I'll let you take it. Okay. Yeah, it really did because Honestly, you know, we say that there's no secret in this business, right? But I would say that the secret sauce of our business is the community that we build. And you're right. No accountability group is going to be perfect. And you do have the groups that are super engaged and you're rocking with them. And then there's other moments that you're like, hello, is anyone is anyone there? Right. Um, but this topic really spoke to me because I really true, truly believe that when you bring a community together and you are with like minded people focusing on just growing and progressing and getting better, that is the secret sauce. And having that engagement and bringing them in, that is where the relationships are formed. So I'm super excited to share with you all the six 
tips that I have for you on really incorporating fun and engagement in your groups. Go ahead and just take, just go into it. Should we go ahead? Okay, awesome. Yeah. So if you are the note taker, um, I'm going to give you six ways that you can really create fun and engaging groups. So the first way to have activity in your groups is really setting the stage with expectations and having a prep week. So during your prep week, you can hand out a prep packet and you can also have a prep group open. This provides multiple resources for your challengers to really get set up for success because it feels really good when you set them up for success, bringing them through step by step on how to navigate BOD, on what nutrition program is going to be best for them, how to meal plan, where to check in, and really truly the expectations for the group as you get going. One thing that I love to do at the end of prep week is have a getting started right call. Now, I know you maybe have heard of a getting started right call with onboarding coaches, but we also have a getting started right call with our challengers. It's a night you can do a fun theme, like you can do a happy hour, you can do a girl's night in, but it is a time where it's week one, you're getting on a Zoom, and you're really going over these different prep week topics just to reiterate what the group is going to be about and how to set them up for success. And once you have that getting started right call, you've now welcomed your community together so that when they're checking into the group, it's like, hey, I am a part of this because I was just online with these women. I got to know them and I'm ready to be with like-minded people. And the other thing during prep week, it's putting together a message pod. So this could be through on Messenger, this could be in a group text, just something where at times there's announcements that might come up like, hey, you guys, oh my gosh, Body just came out with fivers and you really should check them out. Like add on five more minutes and let's do it together, right? But just getting in those quick messages in a message pod is also really critical because you don't know who's always checking into your group. And so having multiple ways to touch them is really helpful. The second way that I create engagement in groups is through check-in polls. I use Facebook groups and on Facebook, you can create polls. And the polls that I create are very intentional with engagement. And so let me give you some examples of what these polls are. They would be, I push play, and I added a picture in the comments under the poll showing what workout I did and how it went. The next one, this is a huge one, and I'm going to circle back to this one, but this one is I encouraged other women in this group today. That is really engaging other people to connect with each other. The third is I got my supplements in, I got my Shakeology in, and maybe in the comments, they shared a recipe of what they used. I'm intentional with my eating, and I got in personal development or my gratitude. So you can see within these daily 
check-ins, they're engaging. You can also see who's not engaging. So you can use that to reach out and be like, hey, I haven't seen you check in on the polls, like everything okay, right? But when you are creating these check-in polls, you are having the vital behaviors are actually being embedded into their daily check-ins, which honestly is steps to becoming a coach, right? So we do have a team rule I want to share with you. And I know a lot of people run groups together. I run my groups with my newer coaches. And we have one rule in our accountability group is everyone that checks in every day, if they check in with their sweaty selfie, if they share a recipe, if they share that they're struggling, everyone gets a minimum of two comments or asking a question, right? Because that is showing, like, I, I'm not the only one that runs this group. That is showing our coach community. That is also showing, like, I see you regardless if you are my challenger or not. We are in this together. The third way that I create engagement is through recognition. What you recognize grows. Let me say that again. What you recognize grows, right? So, what you want to do is have these expectations with the coaches that you're running your group with or you yourself that you are going to recognize your challengers, okay? It can be definitely in the daily check-ins, but another way that you can really recognize people is have something like Fangirl Friday. Have a theme and be looking for the people that are showing up. Maybe even it doesn't have to be the people that are even doing everything great and perfect. Maybe it's somebody that's had a hard week and through private conversations, you've heard them and you want to acknowledge like, hey, even though you're having a hard week, you're still showing up and you're still doing this. And I want to recognize that too. So it is having that extra recognition because what you recognize, you can recognize the people that are showing up that's going to have that call to action to the other challengers saying, hey, she's getting recognized because she's doing this, this, and this. That's what I want to do. What you recognize grows. The fourth way to have engagement in your groups is going live. Now, going live is really your opportunity for them to get to know you. But when you go live, add value add value. Because when you add value, for example, I'm going to be sitting down and doing a meal plan. Okay. A lot of people struggle with how to meal plan. Keep it simple and show like, hey, I'm going to go live. I'm going to show you my simple tips on how I keep meal planning simple. Adding value to them really will say, hey, every time I see this coach go live, she's always giving me tips. And it's not always just following the templates. They're great, but really adding your own flair to your groups. So sharing value when you're meal prepping as well. And if you read an excerpt from personal development or even going live, if you're struggling. I know last week my family was down and out and sick. And I shared that with my group because I was like, hey, guys, you're not going to see much of me this week. It is crazy here. We're trying to recover and travel. It's it's going to be crazy. And you know what that did? It showed all the challengers, one, you're human, and two, okay, I'm going to rally, and they rallied each other. 
right? So that is the community that what it's all about. A fifth way that I create fun and engaging groups, this is a good one, is to feature our supplements in creative ways. Okay, so we all have the label on the back of the jar that tells you how to make it, but now we have so many creative ways to use our supplements. For example, all the lifters out there, I see you, right? Using Recharge. Make that nighttime cookie dough with Recharge. Going and sharing live or pictures in your group on how you took Recharge and turned it into a nighttime cookie dough always gets the people engaged like, I want that. I want to try that. Making pick-me-up popsicles with hydrate and energize. It's hot. It's so hot right now, right? Like getting creative with hydrate and energize to make popsicles, right? Another one would be like a smoothie bowl. Take your beach bar and just break it apart and layer it right there. Now you're showing how you can utilize a beach bar on top of a smoothie bowl, right? Um, power pudding. This one is with recharge or recover with after your workout. Make some recover pudding. Maybe dip some strawberries in there and you have chocolate covered dipped strawberries with recover. It is just about getting creative with the supplements we have, and it also shows them, hey, if I haven't tried this, I'm, I'm going to be wanting to grab some of that and try that myself because you've just shown me multiple ways of using one supplement. And then last, lastly, the sixth way of creating, engaging, and fun groups is really, truly opportunities to get together. I know you guys were just talking about Super Weekend. Um, some ways that we have, it kind of depends on if you're virtual or if you have local challengers. Virtually, you know, we have sweaty Saturdays where you can hop on Zoom, log in, say good morning, and push play together. We also have done online cooking classes together where Thursdays we get a recipe from Fixate, we get a recipe from To Be Mindset, and push it out to the group and say, hey, on Sunday, we're going to make this together. So go grocery shopping, grab these supplies so that we can hop on and cook together. That is another way of having that engagement and fun and also a way to show and utilize the recipes in our Beachbody On Demand. Another way is for local groups to get together and do a workout together, get together at a park, Kids can play at the park. You can work out at the park. Get together for a brunch or a dinner or a happy hour. And the final way that we have brought engagement into our groups is looking on Fixate or To Be Mindset, everyone picking a different recipe. So, for example, if I picked um, the Fixate chicken and broccoli mac and cheese, for example, I would make that and I would get together with four of my challengers. I would make chicken, broccoli, mac and cheese five times. So then when I got together with my local girls, let's say on a Sunday afternoon, I would give them four of my mac and cheese dishes and I would get four different ones back. So then we all leave with five different meals for the week because we prepped once and we shared. 
So those are my six tips on how I love to create a variety of adding that fun and engagement into the accountability groups. Nicole, you know what I love about uh, your format here is that as a teacher, you were like very creative. You wanted to keep people engaged. You wanted to keep trying new things to, to get people to learn differently. And then you're like, you know what? I want my freedom. I'm going to become a coach and, you know, I'm re reducing my hours as a teacher. And then you come in as a coach and you're missing that, that structure, you know, that system or a format in which you you bring people together into a community and i just find that so interesting it's like you want your freedom where no one tells you what to do but then you want to be able to <laughs> set some parameters of this is how i'm going to do it but your creativity is beyond special i mean the way that you're incorporating supplements and you're just I just love what you said. So six great tips. People on Facebook are really excited. Um, yeah, yeah. You brought the value, Nicole. You did, you did fine. And, you know, congratulations to your husband for holding your script. Um, I'm just kidding. You can wave at me, Jeff. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, this has been fun. And for those who, you know, have, uh, were not able to watch live. I mean, I know we go this is on Facebook and it's um, and it stays on uh, for people to go back. These tips were golden. I'm going to get to your closing right now, but these tips are golden. Pe this is what coaching is. It is bringing people together in a community where everybody feeds off of each other and people get their best results because they're encouraged and they, they get to the finish line. Mm -hmm. Team cup is the same way, you know? So, so you're doing just that. You are making your community a place where people want to be, yeah. get results, have some new ideas, you know, and you're just creative. Every single time you run your group, you have a new idea, you know, because you can get bored. I mean, I get bored with the wake up call, you know, <laughs> and, I'm, and I think every single Sunday night, what can I do differently tomorrow? Yeah. What can I bring? How can I bring the value. I'm doing the same thing you're doing every single Monday is, is get it, trying to get people to engage with this call and to say, Hey, you know what? That call was great. You should listen to it because you're struggling with your challenge groups of retaining people. And you gave some really great tips. So Thank you. Very much. Oh, so you and I talked about what's your superpower and you started out with one thing and then you really thought it through. Share with the audience what you have had, what, what you've developed over the last eight years. Yeah, I love this question because honestly, like every person has different superpowers. And I thought about this and then talking with Sandy went kind of back and forth, but it really, really stems from the very beginning when I started coaching, reading The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I know it has been mentioned many times on this call and success leaves clues, friends. So if you have not read or listened to that book, it is a must. But when I read that book, it really pinpointed what I had to do in this business. Because going back, remember I was teaching full time, and I had to be disciplined. 
So I would say discipline is one of the superpowers that I have. Working full-time with two little boys that from a very young age started hockey at two years old, I literally started my business when they were at the ice arenas at practice. Now, I would never work the business during the games, but at practice, I had the choice of sitting in the freezing arena or sitting in the warmer part, and I would bring my laptop and work in those like cracks of the day. And it was that discipline of just creating these habits of when to fit this business in and how to fit this business in effectively um, on top of you know early mornings or later nights, but having these effective habits time and time again have compounded. And so I really would relate that superpower to that personal development book. You guys, if you have not read it, do yourself a favor and read that book.